Welcome to the Teacher Transition Podcast, where we celebrate the incredible things former teachers are doing now. I'm Allie Parrish, and I'm so glad you're here. So teacher friends, are you ready to hear what your amazing educator skills look like when they're put to work in the world beyond the classroom? Let's jump in. I am so excited for today's episode because we are going to be discussing some of the biggest questions that teachers ask and sharing relevant resources to know how to identify what to do next work-wise. Let's jump right in. In this episode, you're going to see really clearly that I don't like just fluffy suggestions and content. I like relevant resources and actionable items. And I'm going to have these resources linked for you in the show notes so that you can use them and jump right into them. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Early on, when teachers start to identify that they need to be doing something different, there's some different phases involved. The first one is simply recognizing that something's off or that something needs to change. Maybe it needs to change because they have certain family circumstances going on, or maybe it needs to change because they just feel really stagnant. What is it for you? Maybe you've recognized something and you know, I I need to change. Something needs to change. After that recognition phase, then there is a brainstorm phase, and that is the phase that we're going to talk more about today. This brainstorm phase is we start brainstorming, well, what could I do next to meet that need that I have? What options are there that are out there? Yeah, what could I really even do? Now, for me, it took me two years to figure out what do I want to do? What could I do? Am I actually going to do it? And my goal for you is that you won't need to take that long. Just through this episode, we're going to talk through a process, some things to think through, similar to a coaching call of what are some things, what are some questions to ask myself or things for me to know, to know what direction should I head next? I want you to feel clarity and confidence. I want you to feel like there is a process and that it doesn't have to take you forever. So a lot of teachers in this phase of brainstorming feel lost. A lot feel overwhelmed. Many teachers feel like they don't know where to start. Um, They feel like they're brainstorming really random things that have nothing to do with what they've done as a teacher. And so let's talk through some things so that you can feel more clarity and confidence around all of this. I want you to either pull out a piece of paper and write some things down, or I want you to respond out loud as I ask you some questions. I want you to provide some answers, okay? I'll give little pauses, but you might need to actually click pause and think through it for yourself. Here we go. And again, my goal is I want you to feel clarity and confidence that there is a process and that you have more self-awareness of what's right for you. So the best place to start a job search is inside of yourself. So I want you to think first about your strengths and skills. Then I'm going to talk you through what are your needs. And after that, we're going to be talking about what are you interested in and type of opportunities that you're interested in. And then how to find something that lines up with all of those. First off, strengths and skills. What are your top strengths? And what are your top skills? 
if you feel like that is way too vague of a question, I want you to think about the compliments that you receive most frequently from coworkers and from parents and from students. Maybe it's that you're incredibly organized. Maybe it's that you have amazing calendaring skills. Maybe it's that you work really well with technology or ed tech. Maybe it's that you have great interpersonal skills, great communication skills. Maybe you're great at writing emails, so many different things. What are your top strengths and skills? Think that through. If this also feels too vague, then one resource that was incredibly helpful for me is called Campbell's Interests and Strengths Survey. I have a link to it in the show notes. And why do I love this? I love this because it's going to talk you through research-based questions, and it's going to give you clear, not just descriptions, but clear visuals. It's going to show you data. It's going to show you on, on a chart where your skills and your strengths align most. Taking that survey when I was considering what to do next simply reaffirmed to me where some of my top strengths are and what I really, really wanted to do so that when I made that transition, I did it very confidently. Now, there are other really amazing uh, research-based resources. Some are paid for, some are free. I have links to all of them in our online course, Find Your Next Dream Job, if you want more help with that. But let's keep going for now. Again, I want you to identify what are your top strengths and skills. Okay. The next thing we're going to talk through is what are your personal needs and your financial needs? So do you want to work full-time, have that kind of interaction with coworkers, or do you want to work part-time? Do you want to work on site and have that kind of interaction with coworkers, or do you want to work remotely and have that kind of flexibility in lifestyle? What about insurance? Do you need to have a job where they provide insurance benefits? Or can you have something where that's not provided? Now, if you are very hung up on, I've always had insurance provided, I'm only going to take a job that's going to provide it for me, then I want you to do the homework of finding out how much private insurance actually costs, right? Don't let that be an unknown if that is a holdup for you. The majority of people don't have insurance provided actually. So find out how much it actually would cost. And if you see opportunities that compensate you more, right? If they're going to pay you more than what insurance costs, then it kind of washes it out, right? Next, what are your financial needs? Monthly, how much are you spending on things? What do you need to cover rent or mortgage? What do you need financially to cover food and your other basic things? and to cover just what your lifestyle preferences are. Do you know how much you need to be making? Next, what are your non-financial needs? For example, some people in our community, they actually don't need financially to be working, but they want to be working. What do you want or need to be working with. Maybe it's to to satisfy different interests, right? Maybe you are just really interested in working in a certain role or opportunity, or you really want to be to have that kind of interaction and be contributing in a certain way. So just know what what are my needs? Is it to satisfy interaction with people, an interest, or to be working toward a certain purpose or educational resource or whatnot? 
So what are your interest needs? Next, let's talk about the different interests that you have of what kind of a work opportunity. Do you want to be working for a company, for yourself, or for a specific type of company? Let me walk you through these ones. So do you want to work for a specific company and you want to be their instructional designer or their curriculum developer or their customer success personnel or their supportive personnel or their educational consultant, right? Or learning experience designer. Do you want to be working? Yeah. For a specific company, maybe there's a company that you love and you want to work for them. Or do you want to be working for yourself? Maybe you want to be an independent freelancer, a contractor. Maybe you want to be an educational consultant. Or maybe you want to be an independent service provider. Providing Now that might sound really vague to you, but, but meaning maybe you want to provide a service like curriculum development as an independent contractor. Or maybe you want to be an editor that does something as a service to others. So very similar terms as far as freelancer um, or an independent consultant of some type or service provider, lots of different roles and opportunities there. That is working for yourself. Or do you want to work for not necessarily a certain company, but a type of company? For example, maybe you want to work for an educational company, a curriculum provider, an educational technology company, or maybe you want to work in higher ed for university or a college, or maybe you want to work in for a company that has nothing to do with education specifically. For example, some teachers in our course from teacher to instructional designer want to work specifically for Amazon. They want to be making the learning materials and resources that Amazon creates. Pretty cool, right? So I want you to write down or say out loud which one it is for you. Is there a certain company that you want to work for? If so, which one? Is there a certain type of company that you want to work for? If so, what type of company? Is it higher ed? Is it an educational company? A non-educational company? Is it nonprofit? Or do you not want to work for a different company? Do you want to work for yourself? Be an independent freelancer, contractor, consultant, or service provider, any of these? Or maybe you just want something that's kind of a side hustle and you want to be doing still in the classroom or not in the classroom and just something that's a lot lighter and a side hustle. Which route interests you most? Go ahead and write that down or say it out loud. Next, if you know, like once you develop this kind of self-awareness and clarity of I'm really great at these things. I am really interested in these kinds of work opportunities and these are my actual needs then we want you to find roles that relate with those, okay? So first, if you're going to find the kind of job that you want in the kind of role that you want for the kind of company that you want, how do we go about actually finding it? This is kind of the big, like, the big question, right? So I want you to take your strengths and your interests that you've identified, and I want you to see how do those relate with actual work roles, And then I want you to identify what companies hire for those types of jobs or those roles. And then I want you to find opportunities that relate 
with that role and companies that you're interested in to do that kind of work. Now, you might be saying, well, that's like, that's the tricky part, right? I know what I'm interested in. I know what I need financially. I know the kind of company that I want to work for, but I don't know what actually exists out there where I can do that kind of work flexibly on site or, or remote with coworkers or independently. Maybe you're like, look, I know all of those things you walked me through already, but this part, finding it is the part I can't figure out. If that's the case, then a perfect resource for you is an interactive guidebook we have called the Next Jobs for Teachers Guidebook. Let me tell you a little bit about it and what it's going to do for you. The guidebook is going to show you those different types of companies, educational companies, non-educational companies, higher ed, educational organizations, and more. As you see and, and as you select or click on the type of company that interests you most, then it's going to show you here's how those companies are organized. Here's the structure of the companies. And you can see the different types of roles they have. Do they have customer success or client success? And what does that mean? That means a, a school or a district ordered an educational resource, and now they need their teachers to actually use it and someone helps them to use it effectively. Okay. That's just one example of many, many, many jobs. So you're going to see, here's the company type, like an educational company. You're going to see, here's how it's structured. And then you're going to see, these are the different jobs that they hire for. And you're going to understand what is entailed in those different roles. Then you simply see which one aligns with your strengths and your interests and your needs, and you click on that one. And what does it do? It's going to take you to so many current openings for that kind of a job resource, right? And opportunity. So if you already know what you're interested in, the type of company where you want to work, and all of these things that we talked about earlier, if you're like, I just need help finding it, then in the show notes, we have a link to that, or you can go to teachertransition.com and access all the resources that we have there as well. Again, this is the next Jobs for Teachers guidebook. So let's back it up to where we started. A lot of teachers, after they've identified, you know, I need to be doing something different. I just don't know what it is. Then it can be really overwhelming, right? You can feel like you're distracted by all these different ideas. Squirrel syndrome, right? Of should I do this? Should I do that? You hear different things. It feels like you're considering a lot of random options. This guidebook is going to help you see different opportunities that are out there. But if what you need is help in walking through all of these steps of identifying what are your strengths? What, what are your interests? What are your financial needs and so much more? That is what the first part of our full course, Find Your Next Dream Job for Teachers, is all about. And it's going to walk you through that process, which is the first part of the course. It's going to provide you with this guidebook and it gives you all the resources you need as far as resume templates and interviewing guidelines and so much more in the latter part of that course as well. So again, my goal with this episode is so that you feel some clarity in what your interests are and in what your strengths are and in what your needs are. 
And I want you to feel like there is a clear process and you don't just have to stay in brainstorm mode for forever in trying to figure out what you want to do next and what you can do next. There are so many opportunities that would love the gifts and the strengths that you have and that you bring to the table. Let's just get you to those, okay? So I hope this helps you feel that kind of clarity, that kind of confidence, and that it provides you with actionable resources that you can access to make these things happen. Okay. If this was helpful for you, feel free to share it with a friend that it will help as well. And I'll see you in the next episode. This episode may have ended, but connecting doesn't have to. Join us on Facebook or Instagram and get the support and inspiration you need in your personal educator path. If you're loving the podcast, help us spread the word, leave a review or screenshot the episode, share it on social media, and be sure to tag us at Teacher Transition. Who knows, we may even feature what you share on our social media feed too. Until next time, teacher friends, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Good luck with the great things you're up to right now and keep looking forward to the amazing things to come.